What's up, everybody? I'm Smurf with the Quail Man. You don't want no, you don't want no smoke with the T-shirt game. Okay. I'm oh my God, that's a dog T-shirt. I know it. Can't nobody. Hey, Is you, did you get it from that place you got, told me about? I just got out of the shower, so that's why it's wet up there. But yes, popuptea.com. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all let y'all know where I get some of my T-shirts from. I can't tell you all the places. I'll let you, you know. Should. And I'll honestly, you said too much because we really do need sponsors. So um, I'm just saying, though. Hey, pop up tea, high letters. I, I will rock okay. all the t. I will rock all the t-shirts. I am a t-shirt fiend. He will rock all the teas. But yes, Quail Man. Shout out to all, all us '90s, all the kids that grew up in the '90s, '80s. Well, no, this came out in the came out in the '90s. Right, but '80s kids born well, in the yeah, '80s. But you know what I'm saying? I said that we grew up in the '90s. I didn't yeah. say. We know we were born okay. in the 80s. I'm not going to argue. Okay. But we grew up in the 90s. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> before we get into this episode, first, I want to apologize. The audio on the last episode was extremely horrible, and I do want to apologize for that. Y'all know how super excited I get when I got somebody on here talking with me. And last episode, I was extremely excited. The volume was up really, really loud. The MacBook audio was not working. So we're on the iMac today. We're going to see how this works. I am using my mic. So hopefully the audio comes out way clearer now than it did before. Hallelujah. (laughs) So I I want to apologize about that. I was at a 10 last episode. I'm going to try to keep it down to a 7.5. So that it we get some clear audio, okay? <laughs> um, so with that being said, I do apologize. We still trying to work this YouTube bug out, but yeah, we gonna we gonna we the audio the, is gonna be better. We want to put out the best quality every right. time. We, we want to give y'all the best of us every yes. every week. Every we week. make sure the people get what they need out of us clearly. Yes. So we appreciate y'all, the the watchers and the listeners. Right. How was your weekend? Weekend was full of alcohol. Not even gonna hold you. Listen. Full of alcohol. Uh, shout out to shout out to my boy Eric. My train. Well, yeah, I might as well call him my train. But yes, he's uh he's the owner of the gym that I go to, or one of the owners that I go uh, to the, at the gym that I go to, One Stop Fitness. Uh, he invited me out on Friday. We had us a good old, had a good old time, man. And then uh, Saturday. Saturday, uh, I hung out with my wife's cousin. He's here for training, <laughs> so we was on that. We was actually on that Zoom chat, and now that was pretty funny because this this chick 
almost got roasted within the inch of her life. Thank God she can hear. Oh, wow. Because, uh, oh, yeah, my family don't play. She all up in the camera, want to fight me for my, it was a mess. It was a oh, mess. Oh, my. Okay. But we up in there, we, we up in there trying to, trying to sell weight. So my cousin, she said, uh, she makes waist beads. So we up in there trying to hustle waist beads. I have waist beads. Yeah, we up in there trying to hustle waist beads and whatnot. But we, we had us a good time, man. Pretty much a, okay. a drunk and filled weekend. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Oh, now, ask me about my weekend. Ask me about my weekend. Uh, 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 how was your weekend, girl? Okay, so first of all, I am going to include some clips somewhere. Oh, we, got clips? we got We got action. Okay. Oh. So first, okay, so let me just break it down I'm, to y'all. I was supposed to go to Georgia this weekend to meet up with some podcast friends that I met online down in Atlanta. That didn't pan yeah. out. But yeah. no worries. Because yeah. the ballers yeah. at my yeah. job was like, we're going to rent out the bowling alley and we're just going to all turn up. Say less. So Sus got super cute, was in my garter fishnets with my Jordans and my slouch socks, some Daisy Dukes and my fucking Fuck Love crew neck. Okay, now. Listen, uh, y'all, look. Pady, okay, look, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be up here. What's super cute, y'all know I cut the top off the Maybach, dyed it <laughs> orange, so now I'm carrot top out here. Carrot top. Listen, sneaking bottles into the bowling alley, getting drunk on my own supply. Oh. We playing trap music at the karaoke or the, the jukebox. We done play karaoke in the parking lot, bowling drunk. Like, I don't even, the party didn't even end. We ended up like at Waffle House, turned that out. I just had fun. Hey, I invited like three of my hoes to the bowling alley. So I'm bouncing from one nigga to the next. Just like, hey, how you doing? Let me go over and holler at my coworker real quick. Just lying. Y'all, y'all <clears throat> got it. But anyway, oh, you was, was on some bald head whole shit for real for real. It's been, it was bald headed whole shit all weekend, except <laughs> Sunday when I took my kids to the pool. But even still, I was super cute at the pool. Okay. Like okay, I don't cut my listen, I don't cut my my hair off and done trans the fuck form. Do you hear me? Um, they, you know the motherfucking vibes. Listen, let them know this haircut was a whole vibe, all right. Like, <laughs> I cut the top off the Maybach, and now it's like Honda, who Toyota, will Nissan. Uh, oh, don't, don't do that, don't do that. Bro, don't I do went, <laughs> don't do that. Nah, but I am really feeling it. Honda's and Nissan, the Honda's and Nissan, uh, fellas, Listen, need they got too. me back and forth to work when I needed them too, so I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk hey, about they made it come up. They done made it come up since, since back in the day. They they look nice. I'm not I, talking I'm no more shit. All I listen, I took y'all advice. I got out the house. I because I this is like his second <laughs> or third time renting out this bowling alley, and mm-hmm. I usually wouldn't go, but um I decided to go. Had so much fun. Like, I can't wait for him to do it again because I just, like, I realized I really did need to get out. Like, I it's been so long since I've been able to just be carefree and not have to worry about nothing but making it home. You know what I'm saying? So, really enjoyed myself. I'm going to make it my business to start going out more often. Um, so, what I told my kids is I go out on Saturdays and then we all go out on Sundays. Um... 
And yes, I just had so much fun. And I was so fucking cute. Like, do some shit together and that shit came out bomb as fuck. (laughs) And I'm I'm the same, I'm the same way. Like I I don't I don't do a lot. I'm very, I guess you could say, like uh I'm a creature of habit. So like my schedule, my schedule, I keep things on like not necessarily a schedule, but I, I tend to do the same things on the regular. Right. And, and if something comes up, then yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever. Uh, like I said, I got invited. I, I got invited to the spot on Friday, which is cool. I, I wasn't doing nothing. He hit me, my, my boy hit me up. And I was like, he was like, Hey, what you doing Friday? I ain't doing nothing. Hey, pull up bet. You know, it's a fly. fly, fly well, I, I definitely had a, I had a good time myself just on the strength that like, I don't, like I said, I don't do much. You know, right. I, I do myself a lot. I'll be at the crib. I'll be at the crib most of the time. And I'm always at work. So, and I just finished this semester. I got six more classes. What's this for you? Six, six of them things left. And I get to walk in December. Okay. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I got I got an A and uh, two C's. I, I'll take it. Okay, so first, let me just say that Kentucky is not that far from North Carolina. No, I told you that. How many hours away are you? I'm maybe, depending on, so you're in Charlotte. I'm no more than eight hours, put it that way. Oh, no, that's a long time. I'm not driving eight hours. Girl, bye. You you ain't got to drive. Don't worry about it. I'll drive it. I I mean, I'll go ahead and stay on flight, but I'm not driving. I just, I just, uh, I was just in North Carolina uh, the weekend before my birthday, back in March. My homeboy, my homeboy stays. Uh, got a homeboy that stay out there. Actually, got a couple friends that, that live in North Carolina. But I went, I specifically went to visit him, stayed with him, kicked it, brought my ass on back. Well, when you come went back to my this old, way, went to my old stomping grounds in Fayetteville and Fort Bragg just to see, just see what it was looking like. Completely different. Has it been? Oh man, since I left, oh yeah, yeah. completely. Good. But it, it was it was good to like go on post see see like my old unit that I, that I used to be at. Even though they're they're deactivated, but it, it was just cool to drive by and kind of reminisce for a quick sec. Okay, so yeah, I'm really cool, calm, and collected this episode. Um, it's a fly flying around my room and it's bothering me. Um, but my mama said that I do too much talking and I don't let Smurf talk enough. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm really working on not Ooh, talking as fan. much. I got me a fan. Not, not interrupting. I'm really <laughs> working on that. I just want y'all to know that I'm really working on it. Um, so yeah, we both had very interesting weekends. I'm very proud of myself. I decided to put on some clothes and get out the house, which is something I've been wanting to do. But it's like this haircut just charged all my chakras and was like, girl, you bad. Get the fuck on. Let somebody see you. And that's what I did. Like, I let the people see me this weekend. I was cute as fuck. Oh, my God. Um, I think I I felt like I was prepping myself for for, uh, this trip to Florida in two weeks. Okay, so um, we got a new game that we're going to play, but the way the game works is I tell him what I want him to do this episode, and then the next episode, if he doesn't do it, he has to take shots. So the purpose, and vice versa. The don't, purpose don't. of the game is to get us lit as fuck by the end of the episode. <laughs> you don't want these problems. 
So this is what you have I'll to take, do. I'll take a shot regardless. I'm sure you would. Right. I am going to give you five things that I want you to do before the next episode. And I need you to either take a picture or record yourself doing it. Okay. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> let, me, let me jot this down. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I'm going I'm I'm to write the, it down too so I don't forget. All right. So thing number one. Thing number one is I want you to wear a yellow shirt. No, let's not do yellow. Let's do blue. Let's do a blue shirt. You have to wear a blue shirt one day this week or one day before our next episode airs. A blue shirt, okay? Mm -hmm. The thing number two is you have to record yourself eating and you have to lick your lips very seductively and you need to record it. Okay. Thing number three is I want you to sing I Believe I Can Fly at the gas whoa, station whoa. while you're pumping gas. <laughs> you have to sing I Believe I Can Fly while pumping gas at the gas station. Um, <sighs> thing number four is you have to pay for the people food behind you in the drive-thru. And thing number five is you have to text your crush and let them know you got a crush on them. For everything, I just gave you five things to do. For every for everything that you don't do, you have to take a shot. And the liquor of choice will be... My liquor of choice? Don't be trying to dictate my damn liquor. This is my game. It's called get your juices flowing for a reason. Yeah, and I'm going to get my juices flowing with the liquor I choose. And what liquor is that? Excuse me? What liquor is that? Uh, Depending on how I feel when we record next week. Okay. I got, yeah. hey, I got, I got plenty of liquor, so. Oh, okay. Well, then that's cool. Make sure you got your shot glass. I, I keep, I keep, if you don't I keep do a my variety, liquor. I keep a variety up under my sink, just in case. Okay. So, and what I'm thinking about doing is separating this game and making it like a separate video upload. So to my <laughs> listeners, I do apologize, but this is going to be strictly <laughs> YouTube content. But they can, um, we, can put the, we can put the audio on. I'll definitely put the audio in so you guys can hear it, but it's going to be way <laughs> more fun if you just watch it, okay? Um, so yes, this is going to, this video, we'll discuss it during the episode, but it's going to also be a separate video where you, I will upload the proof of you doing whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing to, uh, to keep from doing your shots. Now you also have to give me five things to do, or I can do the five, same five things that you, um, that I told you to do, have you choose. Um, All right, so, so instead of wearing a blue shirt. I'm going to have you wear a green shirt. Hope you got one. I don't think I do. Well, got to go get one. Hold on, wait. Oh, Uh -oh. I think I do got a green t-shirt. I think I do. Okay. (laughs) Okay, a green shirt. Is that the only difference? Is that the only difference? Just a green shirt instead of a blue shirt? So I'll have you do the same. Record yourself eating and lick your lips. That's going to be hilarious because I know you're <laughs> sexy and seductively. I got you. Okay. I got you. As much as I lick my fucking lips, that ain't going to be a problem. 
Okay, what's it? I'll my lips just on the strength and I don't be I don't even be paying attention. See, I keep lip gloss on mine, so I, I mean I, I keep Carmex, but it's just I I don't know, it's just it's just a habit. Uh let's see. I'm gonna knock this lip I down. want you. I want... <laughs> I'm gonna knock this out. Hold on, I need to write this down. <laughs> oh. I want you to sing Creep by TLC at the gas station. Wait, but what if I don't... I, I, I feel you gotta dope. learn the lyrics. Wait, no, it's not that I feel up this weekend, so technically I don't need no gas. So what if I just go buy something out of the gas station and sing it on my way in and around the gas station? Okay. That, that's a, okay. I know I need gas. Well, I don't okay, necessarily so need gas, but I know get gas. Uh, do the same pay. We'll pay it for it by paying for somebody's food. Okay. Uh, I may not do it at the drive-through, but I may do it at work when I, whenever I go get something. But still, just make sure you record it. Um, Creep, lick my lips, green shirt, uh, pay it forward. Which yeah. I'm always in the line getting coffee, so I have no problem with buying the person's coffee behind me. <laughs> and then, yeah, text. Let's text your crush. Let's see, see what your, see what your crush come out or your crush <laughs> is. <laughs> Okay, yeah. this is gonna be so fun. This is gonna be so fun. Okay, so for everything that we we have five things that we have to get done by the next week that we record and put out an episode, and if we do not have them done, you have to take a shot for everything that you do not do. One shot. Matter of fact, I feel like one shot ain't enough. Girl, bye. Okay, let's do two shots. Two shots to everything on your list that you don't do. The purpose of the game is I want to get you like tipsy and drunk during the episode. <laughs> you, no. you, you have never, you have never sat on. You, you forget. I sit on Zoom every Saturday and get with drunk your with family. my family. So this is this is easy. This is easy work. I may okay, just well, not. No, do, I, I may not do these just on the strength, just so you can see how see if you can get me drunk. Hey, this ain't always this ain't this ain't always coffee. This cup, man. It's two this shots. Ain't all, this may be look. This this may be a coffee mug, but it ain't always coffee. Actually, never coffee. Mm-hmm. Two shots for every item you don't do, or every item you can't show proof of doing. You have to record it, or you have to take a picture of you doing it. I can dig it. I all right, stay it. less. Okay, so let's um jump into this episode. All right, so. I want to talk about <clears throat> something that I heard. Um, so Erica Mina and Safari are in the process of getting a divorce. And I, apparently she doesn't want him. She's currently pregnant with his second child. And she doesn't want him in the delivery room with her when she had their baby. And so Safari is going through the courts to see about um, getting some type of document stating that he can be there now when i heard this i was like see when i hear things about kids and when i hear things about parenting i hear them from my point of view based on my current situation with the father of my children but then i try to hear them again from a more logical like i try to be fair i try to i try to hear from a female point of view and from a male point of view right right so me personally, um, I've always had family in the delivery rooms with me. 
um, my the father of my children um, was either late getting there at work and couldn't get off or didn't get off or didn't want to get out, whatever the case may be. Or they just never, they just didn't show up until, you know, they basically was late. Okay. So whatever the case may be, my mom has always been there. Sisters and brothers have always been there. Me personally, I would have loved for the fathers of my children to have been there and supported me during the time where I'm giving birth, been there to cut my baby's umbilical cords, just be there to see my child or my kids take their first breath. I would have loved that. Okay. But for whatever reason, you know, whatever circumstances may have been, um, they didn't show up. Okay. So my mom, my sister's family, they have always been the ones there. Um, I show, I hold no resentment to them or whatever, but anyways, so when I hear this story, I'm hearing it from my point of view, like, girl, are you serious? I would love for my father, the child of my kids to be in the room with me. But then it's like I hear it from another point of view because I think she said that he causes her a lot of stress and she doesn't want that type of stress um, during the, the, the delivery. And so right. how do you feel about that knowing that men <clears throat> can be told that they're not allowed to come to the birth of their children, but they're required to financially take care of that child, be in that right. child's life, et cetera, et cetera. So I have to do all this for the child, but you don't even want me there at the birth. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about that? Uh, just hearing it, I feel like it's trash, just on the strength that, uh, just on the strength that, that now this man could, could possibly hold some type of resentment against her because of the fact that she, he, she doesn't want him there at the birth i'm like for somebody who wasn't able to be at i wasn't able to be at my daughter's birth because when my daughter was born i was on i was actually just getting back to fort bragg from korea and so i wasn't able to to be there to see my daughter being born but uh but lord you know lord willing um i'm able to be in her life like me and her mom we have a good relationship Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can go see my daughter or go get my daughter whenever, whenever I feel, you know, whenever I feel like it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but like just to hear, just to hear about it, just from, you know, just to hear the story, it's like, you know, it, it's, I feel like it's pretty trash that she doesn't want him there. Now, to getting the rest of the information, it's like, you know, he's causing the stress. Like at this point like there has to be something they can work out. Right. Like I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking from it, from, from a, from a parent standpoint, like there has to be some kind of way that they can at least reconcile just for this moment, just for this day or this day or two or whatever, however long for him to be able to see his child being born, be there, you know, for the initial birth. And then after that, y'all, you know, they figure it out. Like they figure it out from there uh hell even if the police got to be there whatever like i i just feel like she's taking away she's possibly taking away something that that she even she may regret for the rest of her life right so i mean that's just like i said that's that's just me that's my take on it as far as uh granted i can care less about either one of them right i mean i'm i'm not big into into celebrity gossip especially i'm I'm like i don't even know who the hell i know who safari is 
don't right. know. I don't know who his wife is. Really don't care. Right. So, um, Eric Amina and Safari were <clears throat> um, they were on Love and Hip Hop, LA, Hollywood, L- Love and Hip Hop, Hollywood. Um, I'm not. I'm not big on celebrity gossip either. But there is a lot of ways we could have kind of spun this. Oh yeah. Um. So me personally, I'm just gonna be honest. From the jump, their whole relationship just seemed arranged for the for the TV. Okay, mm-hmm. I never like saw them together and was like, oh my god, they they was you know like they a couple. I always seen them as that's some shit they did for TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm say, but I feel like that. I feel like that. If you were loving hip hop and y'all in the relationship, man, I feel like it's for TV. Just okay, just on unless unless. I'm sorry, go ahead. Unless y'all y'all been together and then y'all y'all have made this decision to be on this show as a as a couple, I get that. Mm-hmm. Money money making, that's a money making decision. Right. But for for you to get into this relationship with somebody or this marriage with somebody like off just off jump mm-hmm. and then you wind up on this show like like you said it just seems like it's forced i really do feel like there was just something they did for the money and they really starting to realize they don't even like each other like that like right. yeah we fucked and made kids but like <laughs> i really feel like they don't really like that shit was just so arranged like but that's just my perspective on it um but whatever the case may be i think that i'm and i'm gonna be 100 fair because I'm for the child, I'm for the woman, and I'm for the man, okay? So I want to be 100% fair. I think that it is extremely unfair that he may not be allowed to be there to witness the birth of his child. You know, that's not something that happens every day. That only happens once. Um, If y'all once upon a time loved each other like y'all say y'all did, I don't see why... Y'all could just, could, like you said, put y'all burns to the side or whatever the case may be. Put it well, put the beat to the side and just let him be there for that one day. Right. Um, I can understand her as far as, you know, her um, allegedly saying that he causes her stress and she don't want that energy and that stress in the delivery room with her. I get it. I understand mm-hmm. that. Um, but then it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm... I try to see situations from both points of view, and I just think it's so unfair if he's not able to be there to witness his child, witness his child being born. Um, but then, like his child's upkeep is his responsibility. You know, he's gonna right. have to financially support it, mentally, spiritually. I just feel like, and I'm, I don't know, because I don't want to sound like I'm just all for the men getting what they want because I totally understand where she's coming from as right. far as just wanting positive energy around her. But it's like, are you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that y'all was just so in love with each other at one point. Now all of a sudden y'all want a divorce and he can't even witness the birth of his child. Right. You know, so he's stating that, excuse me, he's stating that he needs to be there to bond with the baby when the baby is first born. Like, and I feel like he deserves, like he should right. be deserving <clears throat> of that moment. Now, granted, I don't know what took place during their relationship that got them from point A to point B. Mm. I don't know why their relationship has took a turn for the worse. I don't know the stipulations of the divorce, why they're even getting a divorce. The, I don't know these things. So I can't really say whether he, it's a fly flying around me 
I don't know where. I but saw it was, um, I can't really say, you know, whether she's right or not, and he shouldn't be there. I really, I, I honestly, I can't say. I just, like I said, I'm speaking from a single mother's point of view, who's the father of their her, her children was wasn't there, or they got there late. I just feel like those are joys that if he wants to experience that, let, let him, him experience it. Yeah, let because, him experience it. Because if she had a daddy <clears throat> who didn't give a fuck if she was going in labor, I can only imagine what the headlines would say about that. Right. You know, so... And right. I try not to get into celebrity drama either, only because that's just out of my tax bracket. <laughs> but... He didn't even, like, even bother being out of my tax bracket. I just don't care. They... I mean, and that's that's what I was going to say too. Like, it, I don't know these people, and half the information that we get from these blog sites, half of that don't even be right. Or we just be getting a little piece of the puzzle compared to the real big picture, you know? So, a lot of the shit that we they be feeding us don't even be the whole truth. So, we don't really know what the stipulation is around this situation. But I wanted to kind of touch on it because I just think, like, I don't know, something in me is. I just don't see Safari to be that heartless and that evil to where he would right. put this woman through so much shit to where she don't want him at the birth of her her, her baby being born. Um, yeah, but it then could, it could be a way. It could be. It also could be a way of her. You know, I don't want to kind of. I don't want to bash this woman, but it could be a way of her kind of so called getting back at him for the for whatever he's done to her. Right. Right. Physically, mentally, whatever. But, but but again, I think it's still I think it's still trash the fact that that she doesn't want him there for the birth, and like she could just be being spiteful. It, it just seems like that from from what we're hearing. Like we don't know. I'm not not going to say this. You know that's what the cause is because don't know. Right. And it's none of my business. But the thing, like just from again looking at it from. From our point of view, you know, it, it, it's a, it just looks like a bad look on on her, you know, denying this man the the ability and the accessibility to being able to see his child being born. All right. Now, well, like I said, I'm on her side to a certain extent too, because you definitely want that energy to be as positive as possible yeah. when you're when you're giving birth you know mm-hmm. i think they say you're literally at the brink of death when you're bringing a baby into this world so you want right. the energy to be as positive as peaceful as possible and if he does bring her you know just bad vibes then i can't understand why she wouldn't want him here want him there but at the same time is there not anything else that can be done you know do they have like See, I'm not sure how the delivery rooms are where they where they are, but I know in one of the delivery rooms that I was in, it was big enough to where they could have closed off my bed with the curtain and he could have been mm-hmm. standing on the other side of the curtain. Right. And then once the baby is born, hey, you can come on and cut the umbilical cord, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. I just feel like there's ways of working it out to where everybody can win um without you know without the baby taking a loss because it's sad to say but in situations like this the kids always suffer you know because i can see in the future headlines stating that she won't let him see the kids or he got the kids for one weekend and decide he not giving them back and you know what i'm saying like i could just see this taking a turn for the worse because of the issues that the mom and the dad has yeah Uh so it's just it's just bad preferably they figure it out Right. So I'm going to read you this tweet. 
I'm gonna read you this tweet that I seen that kind of it kind of sort of relates to this, but it kind of doesn't. So a young lady on Twitter said, "If we're not married, it's my child, and I don't have to give my child that I carried for nine months the last name of a man who ain't my husband. He's just the father, and there's no long ties to him." Even if we're married, I don't need to give my kids my husband's last name. It's 2021. <laughs> so Oh, I hate this new fucking generation of people, but all right, let's <laughs> let's all right. So <laughs> she she has a point. You don't have to give your child the man's last name. If y'all are just boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, where I disagree at is if you're married, unless you're not taking his last name, then I'm like, if you were me, then we got a problem. We got a problem being trying to take my last name. Hold up. What what you what you trying to say? No. But I, I just hate that it's 20, like I don't <sighs> Teachers on. Teachers on. You don't have to give, you don't have to give the child the father's last name. My thing would be, as long as that man is in the child's life, it, it, it won't matter. Okay. That I think that that's the most important part, making sure that 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 man does does his part uh, for for the child. But my. And then to say that it's her child. Yes, you carried the child for nine months. We get that. But at the same time, you you didn't make this child by yourself. So when I read tweets like this and when I hear about situations like Safari and Erica, um, it's almost like the father had no input in creating the child whatsoever. And I, I really hate that it's like that. Like, they like it's some truth to dudes get trash ass baby mamas and good women get trash ass baby daddies. It really is yeah. some truth to that. Like, I would kill for my kids' fathers to have been in their life to where I could have given them his their father's last name. Right. I would have I would have loved for my baby daddy to have been in the delivery room when I was giving birth to my kids. I would have loved that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, I just see situations like this and I'm like, girl. But here, here's the thing for me, like my daughter don't have my last name. But guess what? I'm I'm in my baby life. That little joker is goofy. Just like like she we she has my I, I everybody know that's my child. Like you see her, yeah, you see her. A last name don't it, determine. I don't mean to cut oh. you off. A last name does not determine um the child anything about the child besides the last name okay let's be clear about that um if the father is gonna be in the child's life and he's gonna fathering if he's gonna father and do what he's supposed to do the last name shouldn't matter but at the same time i feel like as women because we carry the baby it's almost like we're obligated or like we we're 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 allowed to make all the decisions like I'm not a feminist, so I'm still standing 10 toes behind my black men. And I just feel like a lot of these situations are not fair. The system was literally not built for y'all. It already, it already wasn't built for black men, for black people, period. But it it most definitely was not built for y'all. We go to uh, 
if we go to custody court right now, then nine times out of 10, they're going to get a mom custody unless they yeah. deem that she's unfit to, to, to handle the kids on her own, right? Yep. We can go to social services and get all types of benefits, food stamps, Medicaid, insurance, all that shit. But like the dads don't really get that much help. Women can get housing. Um, they can just get so much more assistance, which a lot of the times these women get these assistance because they have the child. So when it comes to situations like this or just with this whole thought process, it's not because the dad isn't allowed to be there. It's more so because the dad isn't there, right? Right. But y'all, there's men who want to be there. There's men who want to be in their child's life. I hear so many crazy stories about men who can't see their kids. Like the baby mama blocked him, won't answer the phone. He can't go by and visit. I just be hearing some of the wildest stories. And I'm just like, like you, you sound like you one of the good ones. And it's like, are you really going through this? Like, just, really? Look, I'm just glad my daughter's mom, that we have a, a good relationship. Like we, we, when we talk, like we don't talk to each other often, but when we talk, we talk. Like it's always, you know, it's it's always in in good spirits and love and all that. And she knows that that any anytime if she need anything, she can hit me up, and vice versa. Like and then like my daughter's at the age now, like, you know, she can pretty much she can pretty much take care of herself. I mean, my daughter's my daughter's fourteen, so so it's just like uh so you know, we we let our we, we let our daughter uh, continue to grow. We still want her to be a child. She know my daughter knows she can hit me whenever. She, hell, she texts me. She texts me a bunch of pictures in the video of a video. You know, a little boomerang of herself, uh, like late last night, and then proceeded to text me at fucking twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning, asking me could could she get my Netflix password so she can watch Netflix. I had to had to check her on that this morning. Like, uh, ma'am, why are you not asleep? <laughs> but I, I'm just glad. Like, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to her, to her mom, because like, she could have done all that. You know, she could have been spiteful or whatever, but she wasn't. And and for that, I appreciate her. And I think it's just the fact that we have such a decent, you know, we have a decent relationship with each other. Like there's no, there was never no beef from the beginning. So it, it was just, you know, she was like, Hey, we're, you know, I'm pregnant. Okay, cool. And we just proceeded to, to go about it that way. And shit, we, we make sure we take care of our baby. Right. Well, I know one thing to avoid me having to go through the drama that I went through. I just pop a plan B. I buy my own condoms. You don't have to worry about coming up with the money. I'll handle everything because what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go down this road again. So shout out to all the fathers who are in their children's lives. Shout out to the moms who are allowing these fathers to do what they're supposed to do as fathers. Um, My hearts and prayers is going out to those who for whatever reason, you will not allow your the mother or the father to be a part of the child's life. Like kudos to y'all. You know, just I was gonna say a, a good a good, uh, a good 
a good example of the opposite is Dwayne Wade. You know, Dwayne Wade got custody of his kids because mm-hmm. at the time the court deemed that the mother wasn't fit to, like you said, the only way he was able to get them because the court deemed that the mother wasn't fit. Was to, she really uh, homeless on the street? I don't know. Look, I look, I mean get into all that, okay? Right, I but I'm know, just I'm like, I don't I, I, I don't necessarily think she was homeless. If she was, it's kind of crazy. Especially when you was married to D Wade. But I mean, hell, at that time they were young though. I know D Wade was shit, he was barely in his twenties at the time. I keep so, seeing a meme. I had it in my phone a while ago. It was some I know it's been going around for years. But it was like she was homeless, jobless, didn't have money. Um, you know, I, I think it said she didn't have money for food. I'm not really sure, but that's definitely I what we can segue into. I find that I would find that hard to believe. I definitely would too. Unless unless she just tricked off her, you know, the whatever money that she had, that'd be one thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I who know? Like I said, I don't, I don't know. I, it's not my not my place to speak on. It. So here's my thoughts, right? If I'm if I'm married to some big boy basketball player, football player, actor, whatever, rapper, yeah. whatever, and we get a divorce, and you know, the 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 divorce states that he has to give me a certain amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. My here's my thing. What are y'all doing with y'all money? Like, okay, so. During the marriage, because I because he was making the amount of money that he was making, I was allowed to uphold a certain lifestyle. Right. Once you get a divorce, I think it's stated that he's supposed to pay her. I'm not even sure how it goes, but all I'm saying is, if I'm married and I get a divorce and he pays out however much money he's gonna pay me, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna be the type trying to maintain a lifestyle that he was able to provide for me. I'm the type, I'm going to use that money to either start me a business or go buy me some property to where I I know we'll never be homeless or Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to try to do this where I can sustain myself. Now, because he has kids, he's not required. He, because he got the kids, he wasn't required to pay like any child support. So, so all you walking away with is the money I don't know if it's called alimony, spousal support. I'm not sure exactly what it's for. But whatever, that's all you're walking away with. Why would you squander that thinking that you're going to get more from somewhere? Like, I I wouldn't have done that. I would have put that money in, I would have put myself in a position to where I would have made that money grow and make more money for myself to where I don't need you in your money. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't I never understood how these women just be blowing through all this fucking money that they be getting from these divorces and then had the audacity to have their fucking hands out. I mean, but shit, it's just like anybody, that's just like somebody who, who wins the lottery and then you hear later on that they blew all the money because you get this amount of money and you don't know you don't know what the fuck to do with it. Man, listen. I mean, now, being, being a little bit wiser now, like, I... I'm like, if I was to come across a good sum of money, I, I know exactly what I would do. Off rip, I would pretty much I'm gonna disappear first and foremost. Like if I if I hit the lottery and I disappear, it's for a reason. 
but during that time frame, I'm going to I'm going to buy the house that I want. Nothing crazy. I'm going to buy the house that I want. I'm going to pay off some stuff. Pay off these student loans. And when I come back, when my face pops up somewhere, I'm I'm just going to be living life. Let me tell you something. If I, life the, and if money. I hit the lottery, fuck you, Sally Mae. You ain't getting shit from me. Get it with your muscle, okay? Get it back in blood. Like, <laughs> I ain't paying a damn thing. Nah, okay, I'm going to pay Sally Mae. She she can get it. She can get it at this point. Um, I got it now. I got it. Ain't got <laughs> so like, not to really get off subject, but if I ever, I I already have it written down what I'm going to do if I ever hit the lottery. I literally been planning this shit for years if I hit the lottery, right? So on top of donating to a lot of different um, organizations and programs that I feel like has helped me over the years, I'm Mm -hmm. going to buy a huge plot of land and I'm building big, I'm building all my brothers, sisters, mom, I'm building all of us our own house on this little piece of land and we're going to have it gated off to where it's just like our private little neighborhood. Um, my mama, I told, I used to tell my mom about this and she was like, well, just make sure that, um, my house has the biggest kitchen. Cause we all, we are going to be required to eat dinner together or whatever, but whatever the case may be, I'm investing in like abandoned hotels. I'm investing in, in like, I always just wanted to buy an abandoned hotel and turn it into like, a, um, not necessarily like a shelter, but more so like a um like a like a, a little start over program. If you homeless, come right, right, right. get on your feet, and then you know, we'll try to get you the resources that we can get you to get you going to get you back on your feet, you know, something like right. that. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I have so many ideas when it comes to when I win the lottery, so I ain't gonna give them away too too much. I mean, I would take care of the people that I need to take care of. Oh yeah. We will not be living by each other. Nope, you're not gonna bug shit out of me. Listen, you got I your own house to bug me from. Go to your house. Uh, uh, I, That's why uh, I said everybody I mean, gonna have their own got, house. We gotta be in the same state. We good. We good. Okay, well. We good. <laughs> yeah. We are good. I love my so, family to death, but I, I need my distance. I need I need my need my distance. I, I like. I mean, I I think mostly because I've been on my own since I've been out of high school, so. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just me. But I would definitely take care of, take care of the people I need to take care of. After that, cruise on, cruise on out. Make make sure my money can make more money. All right. All right. Well, I didn't really have too too much that I wanted to touch on. Those was the only two things that I wanted to touch on as far as the Erica Mina situation and um the. A tweet from the young lady about giving her child yeah. her father's last name. So, is there anything you want to talk about? You want to get into this mental health, or we can talk about mental health for a little Let's bit. Let's talk about mental health. Yeah, uh, I think it's important. Actually, I'm going to tie this in with. Uh, so, I did a poll before I became your your uh, co-host. Okay. I, remember, I did a poll mm-hmm. on uh, on on Instagram. And just kind of seeing what people, what people would want to hear. Okay. And so one of the questions is, 
why it's important, why is it significant to be single and in the importance of self-love? So uh, I'm going to use mental health to kind of tie this in because uh, I feel like I feel like uh, it's definitely important being that I will be what a year from being divorced here in about five days. Uh -oh. uh, I have definitely, I've definitely kind of used this time to just kind of be at peace, man. It, it's been, it, it's been rough at times. Like in the very beginning, it was rough because it was just like everything was happening so fast. Boom, 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 boom. And then it was like we finally, you know, I think when when the divorce got finalized, I was just mm -hmm. like, all right, what's next? And so that's where I took the time. Actually, before then, I I was I always told my family uh, when we started doing the Zoom chats, I, I was like, I did it for, uh, I felt like I was doing it for selfish reasons. And I was using, because I, I was using it as an outlet. Using what as an outlet? The Zoom chat. Uh, oh, so, okay. So I got, <laughs> so I got the idea from, uh, from To Hear More, dude named To Hear More. Uh, he's a comedian and so he has he had this thing called zooming with the homies mm -hmm. and he would just get on with his friends damn near every day and they would just shoot the shit so mm -hmm. i was like yo what if i did this with my family so i text the fam hey how about we get on a zoom chat and we just you know we just chop it up so we did that we did it the first time we was like everybody's like hey let's do it again next week okay bet so we did it next week we played games and so by then it became a weekly thing. And so we've been doing it for, for over a year now. And like, we're still doing it. But during that time, uh, during that time, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't in a great headspace. Okay. And so I Did, was using, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, I, want, I need no, to No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. You start, y'all started doing the Zoom chats after your divorce, correct? No, we were doing the Zoom chat uh, we were doing the Zoom chat before, so we had we had filed for a divorce, but you know, COVID shut everything down. Okay. So we had to wait. We had to wait until everything opened back up. But during that time frame, like we started doing it, we started in like late April. Okay. Get to late okay. April. So this is when uh, this is almost at the time that I had got furloughed uh, from my job or or whatnot. So. But I was not, I was not in a good headspace. So I was using, I was using those weekends to, that would be, that would be my release. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really doing much. I, I was forcing myself, I was literally forcing myself to go out and just, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say I was going out. I'll just go to a bar. I go sit at the bar, have me a couple of drinks. I take my ass back home, go to sleep. That was it. In between that and getting on the, getting on the game with my homeboys like those were my so-called releases but the zoom chat was really my release because it took away it took away everything like I wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking about the divorce I wasn't thinking about what I needed to do next I wasn't thinking about uh when I was going you know when I was going to be back at work things like that mm -hmm. I was just enjoying my family having fun staying up to two three four o'clock in the morning chopping it up with them and 
And so, and I, I confess to them, I was just like, yo, I was like, I was like, I feel like I'm doing this for selfish reasons. And of course they understood, but the, and of course with them being family, just like, look, we understand, you know, we here for you. That's why we, you know, they're like, that's why we continue to do this. So, and for them to keep wanting to do it every week, and it doesn't matter if it's two or, two or three of us on, or if it's 15 of us on, like we get on there, we see how we, we see how we're doing. If some stuff's going on and people want to open up about it, we open up about it, but we, overall, we have a good time and we, we make sure that we're there for one another. Uh, and so I, I wanted to say, I, I wanted to tie that in with the, with the question because I, I realized that's kind of what I needed to kind of get myself at peace. It, it helped out a lot and it's very important, especially when you're, you're single and you're trying to, you're trying to figure out what what's next for you, mm-hmm. especially, especially if you, you know, you're thinking about trying to be in, be in another relationship. It's just like, okay, well, damn, you know, what a, how do I go about this again? Especially with the shitty, uh, shitty year of 2020 that we had, and we weren't able right. to do nothing. Now the world's starting to open back up again, and now we're able to move around and do do stuff that we want to do. And it's just like shit. Some some of us are just like, yo, <laughs> this is it feels a little brand new. And mm-hmm. so we're trying to dip our toe into into dating and getting back getting back on track of, of just trying to to see who it is that we like and things like that. Uh, but I would definitely say just maintaining your mental health is very important. Uh, single or not. Yeah. Single or not, whether, whether you're single, whether you're married in a relationship, whatever, like if you can, if, if you're able to, to have your mental in a, in a good space, then you'll be in a good space, whether whether you're by yourself or whether you're with somebody. And, and I feel like if you, even if you, especially if you're with somebody, if they see that you're you're in a good mental space, they'll want to be in that same space too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely very important. And again, I'll always shout out Dre because he always ends this. Uh, he always end, ends their podcast, you know, unapologetic podcast. Uh, shout out to Reg and Dre. My brothers. Dre always is it. He's like, yo, he always mentions mental health. He's like, I'm no subject matter expert, but if you, you know, if you have issues, reach out. And so, so that's, that's how I feel about it. That's how I use uh, my Zoom. I still use that. Like I said, we still doing Zooms to this day. And again, it's it's just an outlet for me to, to kick it with the fam and relax, release, you know, release any issues or stresses that I'm having. But for the most part, just since I've been by myself, I just been, I've been at peace. I, I can honestly say I've been at peace. I haven't been, I haven't been stressed over nothing. I think more so because I've, I'm able to sit back and relax and do the things that I want to do. Uh, sometimes hell doing what I want to do is absolutely nothing. I come home and I can definitely understand it. <laughs> I come I home sometimes. Understand it. I won't cut the TV on. I will sit here in silence and just be like, I'm good. Yeah. 
So when it comes to me, um, mental health wasn't a term that was spoken of growing up in my house in the household that I lived in. I don't um, think it's in, it's not even in the black. It, it's it's starting to come around in the black community, right? But of course, um, well, yeah, I'm with you. Growing up, mental health, we didn't know nothing about mental health, so it's like a lot of the things that all. we were suffering from, we didn't know that it was considered a mental health issue. Um, so I'm gonna give y'all some backstory. Uh, when I, let me see, I moved out of my mom's house, my senior, the beginning of my senior year of high school. So the, the beginning of my senior or my senior year of high school, I was literally living on my own, me and my little sister, um, got pregnant, graduated, had my first baby still out on my own struggling. Okay. So from the time that I got pregnant with my first child to the time I gave birth to my fourth child, I was living in um, a low income area. Okay. Low income neighborhood in Charlotte. Um, when, when, when I just woke up one day and was like, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? I went from having one child to having four children in a matter of years and have nothing to show for it, but some kids. Okay. Right. And it was like mentally this, this low income area was just, it took its toll on me. You know, I wasn't going nowhere. I wasn't doing it. It's like, my life was just stagnant, but I was adding kids to this situation. Right. And I can, I feel like I can speak for any mother when I say, when you're in a situation where you can't care for your children the way you want to or the way they need to be cared for, that shit fucks with you. Just knowing that somebody out there can do a better job at being a mother to my children than I can, that fucked with me. Um, so whatever the case may be, um, my mom, she uh the house that she was that was next door to her was up for rent. And I had just graduated from a massage school. So I was, you know, starting to make a little bit more money now. And the, uh, I was able to afford it. You know, I was able to basically make myself afford it. Okay. So, um, I'm, I moved my kids out of the neighborhood, you know, out of the low income neighborhood or whatever. Um, and before I go on, let me just say that I'm not telling this story to down to bad talk. Nobody's still living in these areas. Um, I'm just speaking more so from my, from my point of view. And I, I, re, I feel like if I would have stayed, I probably would have had more kids. I probably would have been a, a single mother content still having more kids with nothing else to show for it, but a bunch of kids, you know? Um, so I'm not bad talking nobody because I feel like y'all have to go through y'all own, y'all have to go through y'all own reign and wake up and decide that that's no longer what you want. But for me, it took four kids for me to realize, you know what, this ain't it. So uh, whatever the case may be, I moved into this house next door to my mom. You know, I was just, it just felt good to say, I'm not on food stamps. I'm not on Medicaid. The government don't help pay my rent. It just felt good to to, to basically be independent to right. a certain extent. And right. I'm not talking about independent as, um, I'm talking more so, more so just independent from government issued, you know, programs. Right, right, right. right. So that felt really, really good. But it's like depression hit. Oh my God, that shit hit so hard because it, I went from being able to pay my rent and have a little bit of extra money to moving into this house 
Okay. And mind you, I'm coming from an apartment. So now I don't moved into a house where when I was in the apartment, I, I only had to pay one bill, maybe two, and right. everything was covered. Right. I'm in this house and I got like four bills, five and six bills. Okay. Just, you know what I'm saying? So it's like depression really hit me because I can't, I, it ain't no sitting at home, spending time with the kids. Every waking chance I got, or every, all the free time that I got, I was at work because the rent got to be paid. The lights got to be paid. The water got to be paid. We got a gas bill, winter coming up. Kids need shoes, kids need clothes. We don't get food stamps no more. So I got to buy groceries. I got to do this, got to do that. So it was like, depression just hit me so hard. I literally was in like autopilot for about three or four years. I lie to you not. I was waking up, going to work, coming home, closing myself off in my room and just staying in my room till I went, till I woke up to do it all over again. Like I would see my kids, I would come, I would see my kids coming to go and I probably would stay woke long enough to feed them. And then I was back in my room. I was eating my dinners in my room. Like I was just, I just didn't want to be bothered. Oh my God, the negative energy that was around me. And I'm just not, I'm not talking about my environment. I'm just talking about my aura was just so over life. Like, and I was just like, I refuse to believe that two people had sex and gave birth to me. And this is the life that I have. Like, I thought I just got myself out of a shitty situation. And now here I am. I don't, I don't, all I do is work. You know what I'm saying? My, I'm, I'm missing milestones with my kids because I got to go to work. You know, so when birthdays hit, when we first when we first started out, man, everybody was getting everything they wanted for their birthdays. Right. Now it's like I got to come up with an excuse on why we got to skip going here for your birthday. I'm going to make sure you get a cake and ice cream, but we can't really do this because of this. Like, I'm, I got to come up with all these excuses and that shit used to fuck with me. Oh my God. My depression, when it hit, that shit hit. I ain't want to cook. I ain't want to clean. I ain't want to do nothing but just stay in my room. That was it. That was all. No, I get it. So um it had got to a point where like I was just ready to risk it all. I was ready to risk it all. And I woke up on January 1st. And I was like, this, this can't be it. So I ended up, I was like, I just need to get my kids at this house because I'm a true believer that d- depression can be, um, you can, you can suffer from depression based on your environment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was live. we was living in this house five, six years that went by, you know, I'm living right next door to my mama. I love my mama to death, but that was a situation within itself you know, brothers next door. Like it was just, I'm not going to say the situation was toxic, but I'm just going to say living in that house, I I had just filled it with so much negative energy that I couldn't do it no more. So <clears throat> what I did was woke up January 1st, 2020. And I was like, I got to get my kids out of here. We not going to survive another year living in this house. I felt like I the house was a blessing because it got me to get on my feet. But at the same time, I had been so stressed out from working 50, 60, 65 hours a week sometimes. Like, if I was sitting at home doing nothing, 
I would get up and go to work. If I was, if I didn't have nothing else to do, I would go to work. I was working six and seven days a week just to try to, just to say I was doing something, right? So um, I woke up January 1st. Yeah, I'm telling my shit, I was just over, all right? So woke up January 1st and I was like, you know what? I just got to get my kids up out of here. Um, and so, you know, I ended up calling up a lender to just see what I needed to work on so that I could prepare myself to purchase a house. Um, and that was, that was a process within itself. It literally took me right. a year to buy a house. So January 1st was the day I decided I wanted to purchase a house and move my kids. And I had so much that took place that we didn't end up closing on our house till December. So right. that was a stressful situation within itself. We're not going to even mention COVID. We're not going to mention the kids being out of school. So, and when kids are out of school, they're like, they're either super hungry when they're out of school or they starving while they in school. Either way, they feel like they haven't ate enough. So I'm going to say, you got your kids at that age, but they can eat. Listen, <laughs> I literally have to lock shit up just for it your to kids last. Are, your kids are at that age where they want to eat. All day long. Right. But all day long. Um, so whatever the case may be, I I was in a I was in I just had depression all around me for like literally three and a half, four years. You could ask my family, I wouldn't want to be bothered. I would go to family functions, Thanksgiving dinners. Like when, when my mom would have a Thanksgiving dinner at her house, I would literally go fix my plate and take it next door and eat at my own house. Like I just didn't want to be around anybody. Right. The day I closed on my house, the day that I actually got the keys and was standing in my house, you would have thought that this cloud that was pouring down, raining and thundering on me just left. Like it's just something I just... I feel like during my depression, I realized that I deserve more. My kids deserve more and that I just can't settle for this, right? right? And I just, I can't be stagnant. I can't continue to be content. I just have to, I just have to get something better for us. Not to mention that I was in a four and a half, five year long relationship that was going nowhere. My relationship with my mama is up and down. One minute we on good terms, the next minute we not. I'm having issues with my daughters, issues with my sons. Like, I just had shit attacking me from all around. Like, I just had to get my kids away. Is that the truth? Right. Um, so whatever, whatever the case may be, we move into our house. Like, the first night, I was like, we don't have to sleep here, y'all. We can go sleep at the old house. My kids was like, mom. We just need some blankets. We'll sleep on the floor. I'm literally, I'm going to include a picture that I took the first night we moved into our house. We had got like the, we, we did have their mattresses. Mm -hmm. We literally piled up in one room. We didn't have no heat. We had lights, but the heat wasn't work, wasn't working the first night. So we're like piled up, all of us piled up in this one room on mattresses on the floor, thugging it our first night in our new house. And it's like that picture meant so much to me because I had to really step back. Like my kids don't give no fuck about being in no beds. They didn't care nothing about 
none of that. They was they was just gonna thug it. Have have I said we was gonna do it? They was they was like, okay, my this is what we doing. Like mm-hmm. our first night, we didn't have nothing in here, nothing, just mattresses. And we slept, we all piled up in one room with a little space heater because it's the dead of winter, December. Right, right. A space heater, some mattresses, and some blankets. I bet y'all slept good as hell too. Man, listen, you, you know, I worked, I work an early morning shift. So yeah. I woke up and had to be to work. And I was, I just like I just had to get a picture. We was knocked the fuck out in this one room. I was like, but it was like the moment was just so precious to me. Right. Like it didn't take much. And it it kind of just broke me down a little bit because my kids. They sacrificed just as much as I have. Because mind you, I was coming and going, coming to work, going to work. And when I was at home, I was stuck in my room with the door closed. I didn't want to be bothered. Right. And so it's like they had sacrificed just as much as I did. So it's like as soon as I brought my house, once I realized that, you know, shit like that was even possible for somebody like me, a single mother working for minimum wage damn near can buy a house you know of this stature or whatever i'm like it's just way more important things that i need to start valuing when it comes to my life right so here's where the self-love came in so where i used to be the type where my managers could ask me if i would stay late or if i would work on on my days off all this shit came to a motherfucking end do you hear me if i'm not on the schedule don't ask me to come in this motherfucker because you're going to get cussed the fuck out and you're going to get hung up on. If I am not, if I don't have to stay after, I'm not staying after. I cut all of that shit out. I do not work extra days anymore. I only work my required schedule, which is five days out the week. Because I just got to thinking like, we only got seven days in a work week and I give five of them to a job that I wholeheartedly sometimes really don't even like. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. Cause it does provide me and my children a lifestyle that, you know, is presentable for us right now or, you know, but no one, I, we literally give five days out of our week, 40 hours out of our week to a job that will replace us just like that if we decide to quit or we get fired for whatever reason. Good luck replacing me. My job, find, find another me. Find another me. I'm just me. saying, but like I'm just saying, like we wake up every day to go run this rat race in this uh, yeah. revolving circle. And it's like, and then like, it'd be so crazy because they was like, well, Aisha, we need you to come in on a Saturday or we gonna need you here Sunday. You, ah. I wish the fuck I would come in here on the weekend. You mean to tell me I only get two days off and you think I'm finna come and spend it in here? No. I was, I'm ready to quit the day that they require me to come in on the weekend. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. But, um, whatever the case may be, like, I feel like me, me taking back my time, me mm. realizing how valuable my time is, not working all these extra hours, spending more time with my kids, you know, actually being here, you know, that shit, that was my self-love, okay? You know, I, I used to be at a point where I just had to have a man. I just had to have a boyfriend, had to have somebody around me 
but I I have I learned to re to transfer that energy to my kids, like wanting to be around my kids more, or just wanting to be home where they can see me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I just rechanneled all of that energy to the point where I may still suffer from a little bit of depression, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Cause I'm talking about when I tell you, I literally was on autopilot for like four years. I was on autopilot. Like, look, I, I get it, man. I get on autopilot a lot. That hence the reason why my, uh, like my, like my battle rhythm, so to speak, is the way it is. Like I, I go to work, I go work out, I come home. My thing is if, if there's something I can fit in during those time frames, okay, cool. But for the most part, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep keep my rhythm as simple as possible. So that way, you know, I at the very least, I know I have these things that that I'm gonna do on a regular right. basis. And now on my days off, my days off or whatever, most of the times I'm most of the time I'm just chilling. I'll be at home. I most of the times I'll be at home. I hell, I've been trying to sleep more because just on the strength that sometimes I, I don't I sleep like trash during the week. Oh, but, hold on. Let me say this real quick. Um, your girl is finally a part of the one hit or quitter club. So what I mean by that is I literally fall asleep as soon as I lay my head down. You know, everybody ain't got them type of powers. I, I used to be the one I have I to watch a movie or you know, I have to do <laughs> something and slowly but surely fall asleep. No, ma'am. I'm a part of the one hit of quitter club. As soon as I get naked and get up under them covers, you better get it all out because I'm finna knock the fuck out. Okay? <laughs> so you better say what you need to say to me right now because I'm finna go to bed. But I uh, wish I had I wish I had that type of power. I manly I cut on look, I cut on the movie on Netflix, mostly a movie I don't watch, so I, I ain't gotta because if I put on something new see, that's what you play. messed up at go to you no but see the, the movie play, you gotta play that rain and thundering sound on YouTube with the black screen. That <laughs> shit do it every time. It do it every time. Look, you know how many times I done put on SWAT on motherfucking Netflix and fell asleep within the, within the first 10, 15 minutes? Quit watching action movies at night. Find oh. something soothing and nice I just, and gentle. I know, the, I know the movie. I know I know the movie so I can fall asleep. Now, if I put on something new, it'd be different. Cause I'll be up like trying to FOMO. Yeah. Right <laughs> FOMO. I don't want to miss the movie. Yeah. But um, so yeah, when I like my mental health, it's been a little roller coaster. But I can really, I can honestly say, now that I moved into my house, and you know, me and my kids, we kind of getting back on one accord. Like my shit is, it's it's steady now. It's not as bad as it used to be. Right. Um, you know, so I'm encouraging any and everybody. There's nothing wrong with getting counseling. Y'all have to keep in mind as yeah. as black people, we are literally. We all suffer from a, a little case of PTSD. We live in a country that don't want us here. We and we'll live, vocally, we and, live, and we'll vocally tell you that they don't want you here. Listen, we literally live in a country where we can't peacefully shop in stores. We can't legally drive down the street without risking our lives of getting pulled over by police. Like, we, we suffer from PTSD. That's and that's just the the minimum. We're not gonna mention drug abuse, 
sex abuse. Because I feel like a lot of us are out here using sex as a, a coping mechanism. We're using it to fill a void. We're not yeah, gonna. We got. We're not gonna mention the drug abuse. How we out here popping pills and snorting powder for the fun of it. We really Whoa, using who, that. Who no, we ain't finna act like it ain't no crackheads out here. Now let's just stop that. We ain't finna do that. But we are a family show. No, I no the fuck we ain't, honey. This is for adults. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, eighteen and under need to go on the fuck out. But I mean, I'm just saying, like I really feel uh, like a lot of us. We we abuse we abuse a lot of things because we're using it to cope with yep. some underlining issues. We we drink until we get drunk because we need that we need to numb whatever the fuck is really hurting us. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, you know, I just we all we all need counseling. If you if you saying right now that you don't need counseling, you a lie, especially if you black. Especially if you, especially if you a black man, especially if you a black woman, you know what I'm saying? We we dog our men because they not here helping us raise these children, but we not we not looking past that to really to really understand why they not here in the first place. They wasn't raised by a man. The man that was supposed to be in their life was locked up for selling drugs that the government put in the in in the neighborhoods in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, we could go all night on this for real, yeah. for real. Like it's 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 a lot, you know. But ultimately, to keep it cute, <clears throat> if you have if you have the means of getting counseling, I definitely recommend you get it. If you receive uh, Medicaid um, or medical insurance from the local Department of Social Services, you get that sh- that shit is included with your Medicaid. Yeah. So definitely take advantage of that. Take advantage even, of that. Even if you don't, even even if you don't do it that way, like if you have somebody that you trust, talk to them. If if they if they down for you like they say they are, they'll listen. Right. They'll sit down and listen, and they'll they'll go back and forth with you. Sometimes sometimes that's all you need. That's why I said my the my Zoom chat was was very important for me because it let me it just let me talk it let me yeah. talk it, it it lets me in it i'm talking to family i'm talking to the people that that legit care about me and will fucking damn near do whatever if, if shit hit the fan yeah but on top of that they're they're willing to sit there and listen to me and then on top of that give me feedback if need be and half the time i'm not even looking Half the time, I'm not looking to be coddled. Most of the time, I'm just looking. I sometimes I just, just, just want to be heard. Get, yeah, sometimes I just need to get shit off. Yeah. And sometimes I have time. I don't even need feedback, but it, it's always great to get, especially from the people that 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 you've grown up with, between growing up with and just being around, you know, a good bit of your life. So, yeah. so first, I want I want to shout out. Uh, Shout out the person that gave us the question. Her name is Tari Shaw. So thank you for the question. Uh, I want to shout out my family, all of everybody, everybody, both my, I told you I have two families. I shout them both out because they've, they've been, they've been there through, through thick and thin. They've seen, they've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And they, they've talked me through a lot. They've talked, they've talked to me a lot. They made me laugh. They made me cry. So I, I definitely shout out them. I shout out, 
Just shout out to shout out to all of them, man. Shout out to everybody. Uh, I'm greatly appreciative. Yeah. So this episode, um, we just kind of wanted to touch on mental health, share some personal experiences with depression and things that we did to cope. Um, Like I told you guys, for self-love, I basically just took my time back. I took my power back. You know, I love working and I love making money, which is one of my issues. But it's like when you realize that I don't know. It's like, I just realized that this job ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like I missed out on so much time with my kids by working. You know, my kids have sacrificed so much because mama got to go to work. We can't do this today because mama got to go to work. We can't hang out here today because mama at work. Like I just missed out on too much. And I realized that it's that, that wasn't fair to them. You know, even though I'm, doing what I need to provide for them, that still wasn't fair to them. Right. You know, so I just had to I just had to say, you know what? I'm not gonna keep doing this. Y'all finna get five days out of me. Four on a good week. Cause like <laughs> like your hope is five because I might call I'm gonna call in on one of these days. Or I'm gonna catch a headache and leave early on one of these days. Y'all already know I think <laughs> and leave work early. Like that's that's just a given. You know so but it's like, I just, I'm just, I'm at peace right now. I really am. You know, the tension in my household is gone. I'm, I'm building, I have to rebuild a relationship with my kids. Cause I literally felt like at one point I didn't even know them. I couldn't tell you nothing about my kids because it had just been so long that I was just coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. Right. So I had to work on my relationship with my kids and rebuild a relationship with them now that I'm around more, you know, um, and it's crazy because sometimes my son will come, he was like, and I, I'll, I could just be putting on a shirt and some pants. Mom, you got to go to work. And I'm like, no, I'm just putting some clothes on, you know? <laughs> so I, I'm just, I don't know. Mm, excuse me. I just took my time back, like for real, for real. And that's real. what you get. You have to do that, especially while, especially when you're single, you just kind of have to get your, if you can get yourself in order, once you get yourself in order, then you can kind of push forward and, and and do the things that you want to do. Like once you get your mental your mental straight, like it, it seems like the whole world opens up to you. And see, and now and now that I think about it, like I really didn't want to admit this, but that's one of the reasons why I haven't been really really pressing the issue about being single or about dating like i've been on two dates so far this year in 2021 but it's like i'm not really pressed about being in a relationship because i know what that last one did to me and i don't want my next relationship to put me back in that space you know that headspace you know so I'm okay with taking my time on dating. I'm okay with just hanging out and seeing where things go, but I'm not going to rush into anything with anybody just to have some type of validation or some type of claim on somebody else. I'm not going to rush into a relationship with you just to call you my boyfriend. I'm not going to do that. Listen, if somebody if somebody who's rushing to, to marriages, yeah, take your time. Take your time. Bet your ass won't do that shit no more. No, I'm cool. <laughs> but I, I said, I said, I told my mom, I said, I ain't listen to your ass 
half my life. I said, this is the one time I'm about to <laughs> said, this is the one time I'm about to listen to you. Me and my mom, we had a talk back in last July. And she sat me down. Like she she literally broke me down. And I was like, you know what? You right. Like she had me thinking about that shit. Like, you're right. You you are correct. But she Shout out to our look, shout out to our mamas, boy. They I tell you what, they they care about us like nobody else. But you know what? You don't shout my mama out too quick. She already got a little crush on you. She all hey. in the comments asking if Hey Mama Apple Juice. <laughs> um, so before we close this out, is there anything else that you want to touch on before we close out? No, nah, man. I, I think I, I think that getting that mental health portion out was good. It let us uh, kind of open ourselves up to uh, to our people. Yeah. Uh, can't can't open up too much to y'all. Right. Be on, be on this bitch crying and shit. I ain't gonna be crying, but okay. Whatever. I, I, I have a look. look. I have yeah, a I I, the camera. I'll fuck around and have the Denzel glory till coming. Lord, <laughs> I think back hard enough. Oh shit. So okay, let me let me reiterate. There is nothing wrong with crying. I definitely encourage black men to get to a space where they are comfortable with being vulnerable and being emotional. If you want to cry, cry. Listen, you get the best sleep after that shit. I don't know about that because I'm scared. I'm gonna my last year, so I ain't crying. But you know, <laughs> hey, get it all out. Look, I, I remember the last time. Last time I I cried, I, I was in the crib by myself. I cried for a strong two minutes. And I tell you, that was the best sleep I had gotten in a long ass time. That was an emotional Ooh. release, and we all yeah, need those. We I was gonna say you those. gotta have you. Yeah. You end up have, really having to have those because they're. Sometimes there's things that may be on your mind or shit that you may be going through that that seems overwhelming. And then once you get that shit out, you be like, yo, I feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um mine is building up. I'll probably have one soon for real for real. Um so a friend of mine called me this morning. First, well, first of all, he didn't call me. He inboxed me on Instagram, he said, hey, have, did you hear about such and such? And this person, such and such, was just so happened an ex-boyfriend of mine. Mm. So um, I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but I have five true loves out of my my whole entire life. I've fallen in love, sent, like wholeheartedly fell in love, fall, fell in love five times. There you go. Okay. And this guy was one of them. Mm-hmm. and so when I got off work this morning you know the first thing I'm thinking about is calling him like what's going on with such and such and he give me this heartbreaking news that he was murdered a couple Ooh. weeks ago this shit killed me because nobody reached out to me so that I could at least attend a funeral or nothing right. nobody reached out to me so I am going to have an I'm going to have an emotional breakdown soon just because it really hasn't hit me that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we wasn't on bad terms, but he had so much going on in his life that every time I tried to reach out to him, I just could never get hold to him like I want. I have this effect on people where I can kind of talk you off a cliff. And then it's like, 
my heart is so pure that I'm willing to help you have I can or have much I can. Um, and I just, for whatever reason, I could not get through to him. I could never get in contact with him. Nobody never had his number to give to me. Every time I sent messages through somebody to get to him, they never made it. So that sh- it had me feeling some type of way earlier because I was like, damn, I thought I had time. You know, like I thought I had more time to just, you know, just reach out to him and let him know that I was here. Life is short, baby. And it is very short. Mm. So I had that going on. And mm. then like, so uh, sometime last year, uh, a guy that I used to talk to was in a shootout with the police. He did not survive. Like, I don't have death around me a whole, whole lot. So, like, these two really hit home because these are people that I actually know. Like, I've actually spent time with, actually been around, talked to, text back and forth with, you know, really got to know these people and to know that they're not even here no more. But just to respond to my, you good text, you know what I'm saying? Like, that really does something to me. So, I don't know. But mentally, I, I am okay. Um, I guess it really just haven't hit me yet that that he gone it, it ain't really hit me yet right. um so rest in peace to dj man that that really hurt anybody who knew me and dj we was like uh nick cannon and a chick from drumline because that's how we <laughs> met. He, i was dancing as the um dance captain on the marching band and he was a drummer like and it, it we was like this i don't got on so many punishments from talk, be talking on the phone with him, knowing I ain't had no business talking on the phone with boys. Like, oh my God. I, I, all I can do is just reminisce on our memories. We we was, we was dated young and the relationship was low-key toxic. But that was, that was my nigga. Like, I used to drive to Winston. I used to drive all the way to Winston just to see him. Oh, Winston Salem. Listen, that, that, it, it, it ain't hit me yet. But it's going to, but I'm just going to, you know, just remember the good times that we had, you know, and just continue to pray over the ones that's still here. Continue to pray over my friends and my family because when it's our time, it's our time, you know? But until then, we're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going going out. Putting out these episodes. I'm getting fly as fuck this weekend. What, what, <laughs> your th- what, young? Just, I'm getting fired about a day, baby. I'm going out this weekend. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, we're gonna, we just gonna enjoy like, the life that we like. Like blood in the water for you. You went out once. Now you gotta Man, go out again. Listen, my outfit this weekend. Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna I'm relax. I go, I go to Florida. I go to Florida next week. So yeah, I better be safe. We gonna we gonna cruise we gonna cruise that thing on out until next week. Have a good time. Well, see see see. When I get real fine, I ain't gonna pay y'all no mind. When what I get real can't, fine, hey, you can't, you, I don't give a damn how fine you get. You can't leave me. <laughs> you can't leave me. Um, what type of relationship are we in? Oh, our long term polyamorous, no physical contact. <laughs> Me, you, and Reggie. What type? Of, what type of relationship? We are. We are in a long term, no, no, short term, no physical contact, temporary polyamorous relationship. That's a lot. That's ghetto as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
But y'all my niggas though, and I love y'all. We're we gonna throw back. this time out. That's right. Um, but with that being said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Please. Um Please. listen, complain about nothing, pray about everything. Whatever storm you're going through, just know that storms don't last always. The sun will come out tomorrow. If for whatever reason you feel like you just need to reach out to somebody to talk about anything, please feel free to hit our DMs, whether it's our personals or the the podcast DM or Instagram. I have no problem with being an ear for you to for you to talk to, none whatsoever. Me I'm either. sure Smurf don't don't mind either. Like, I understand need- that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying we all need it sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, I understand that, you know, mental health is not really it's I'm not gonna say it's frowned upon, but it's just it's not really talked about a whole whole lot. Like it just became a topic of conversation within the last couple of years within our community. Mm-hmm. But um before I we don't need to let that conversation die. If you know something ain't right, reach out to somebody and get some help with whatever it is, you know, because that shit can kill you. Like I said, I was on autopilot for years. I was suffering from depression and just literally like this. All I was doing was just looking straight ahead. I wasn't worried about nothing else around me. And a groundhog day for your ass. Man, listen, and that shit hurt a lot of people around me too. So I definitely just, you know, y'all get whatever help you feel like you need. Whether it be counseling, whether it be just reaching out to some friends and talking about it, whatever you feel like you need to do to get the help that you need, do that because your mental health, your mental state is what's most important. Self-love is a huge, huge, huge healer. Like, I I, I can't even express this shit enough, y'all. Once you realize that you is what's most important, a lot of bullshit around you would just kind of cease to exist for real. So, you know, use us if you, we're not experts on the topic or what Dre say? Uh, subject matter experts. We are not subject matter experts. We're merely just sharing our experiences. So if you need us, we hear, reach out, <clears throat> reach out. Well, once again, we, we thank everybody for, for coming out, watching and listening. Don't forget um let your juices flow you got five things to get done by next week you got five things too don't don't act like it's just me listen i'm going i'm coming with mine because i'm trying to save my liquor tolerance for the weekend so look get them juices flowing that's our new game he got five tasks to complete by next episode and if he don't if he don't complete these episodes he got to take two shots for every task he did not complete. Why, why? Why? Time out. Time out. You saying that like, like you ain't got to do these tasks too? But I'm gonna do mine though. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna well, do you, mine. Hold up. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to our people like that. <laughs> Trying to make it seem like I'm not gonna do mine. I'm gonna do mine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm doing mine, so I ain't gotta take no shots. Uh-huh. Um. Well, you case- anyways. <laughs> I I I'll give that. Anyway. You can do you can do all your tasks. You still gonna take a shot. <laughs> so with that being said, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace.